Hello and welcome into the Main Street Preps podcast. I'm your host, Russell Venosi, and I'm glad you've joined us today. Our guest is Overton coach Arcente Broom. He was just hired after spending the last 11 years at Maplewood. There, he compiled a 73-55 and record and led the Panthers to nine Class 4A playoff appearances. We caught up with Broom to talk about his fresh start, the style he'll bring to Overton, and what the recruiting process has been like for his son, Alex, a standout running back at Lipscomb Academy. Here we go. We are joined now by Arcente Broom, who was just introduced last week as the new head football coach at Overton High School. Coach Broom, are you excited to be having this fresh start here with a new team? Uh, extremely excited. Uh, you know, it's, it, like you said, fresh start. Uh, you know, taking nothing away from my time at Maplewood because I barely enjoyed it, man. It was, saw a countless number of athletes and just good kids, good people, you know, the, the staff. A lot of people been there, you know, when I first got there, still there now. The administration has always been great, always been good to me. So, you know, it, that, that situation to make wood was was a great time, you know, time period in my life and had had a, you know, had a pretty good run. And uh, just, you know, now it's just one of those things where sometimes you just, you know, when it's time and, uh, you know, I'm just, just glad to get started at Overton, man, and try to, try to get some things going over there. Yeah, it was definitely a good run there at Maplewood. I understand you had nine playoff appearances during that time. Quite a 10 or 11 years over there. I, I guess what kind of motivated the, the move then to Overton? Was it just time for a change of scenery? You know, it, it, it just was, was that time. And, I, you know, I thought, you know, never, you know, the job at Overton had come open once before. And I thought about it. And uh, just in my life personally, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was it was time for that, you know. And, uh you know, I kind of thought, you know, well, we got some guys coming back and see what we can do. And, and then this time it came over, and, I, and I've always said this, that if there was ever a time when I thought to myself that if I ever looked at a job and said, man, and, and I even paused for a second and the job was open, I thought maybe, you know, it would be a good job, a good place to go to. I never wanted to say, oh, man, you know, look back on the regret, you know, not applying for it, even if I didn't get the job. So. The second time around was kind of like, it's kind of like God speaking to me saying, you know, this might be the opportunity, and it just was there. It just happened. It wasn't even a, wasn't even a thought process to where I was looking for anything. And sometimes, when you're not looking, that's when things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Seems like it worked out well. And I'm curious about how the hiring process went down, especially when you're you're switching to a different school in the same system. So you're still a Metro Nashville Public Schools employee. You just switch roles. Is that any easier than maybe say applying to a different district or maybe a school that's out of state and starting somewhere completely new versus just kind of applying within your same system? Well, we, we are in the same system. This is kind of a roll You know, I'm still going to finish up uh, just as, as late in the, uh, late in the semester school. Basically, will be out in another two months. So I will finish up everything at Maplewood and I won't transfer, uh, I won't transfer duties uh, until Actually, July 1 or June 30th when the fiscal year is over with. I mean, of course, I will move a lot of stuff before then, but I'm, uh, I'll still be in Maplewood through, through this uh, school year. And so, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the process is a little easier. You know, if I was going to a different district, there would be different, you know, county or whatever. There would be a whole lot of different things that I'd have to switch over and change up. Right, and, and a lot of people 
course, know your name here, including uh, apparently a current NFL player, Hugo Amadi. He was helped Overton out a little bit with their coaching search, uh, they said in a tweet. He obviously played at Overton, uh, later at Oregon. Now he's with the Seattle Seahawks. So um, tell me a little bit about how you know him and if you heard anything about how uh, he kind of helped out with the coaching search. Well, you know, obviously, you know, Hugo's great, extremely great football player and a uh, great all-around young man. We asked him, I, I think, man, actually through through playing games and scrimmages, how I kind of I kind of met him. Uh, my old, uh, one of my old coaches that I coached with, uh, Richard Campbell, was over at Overton, and uh, he introduced me to Hugo, and that was one of the ways, you know, how I met him. And also through, you know, he... Uh, he also trains a lot. He's trained a lot with the Elite Three program, and I knew a couple of kids. knew the guy that runs Elite Three, and just saw him. And you know, Ugo is just a guy, man. Is always a good kid, man, and, and very good athlete, man. And I just kind of, you know, followed him through. And he, uh, he also assisted in the uh, in the process as far as uh, the search was, and just gave a little insight on what a uh, what the school should be looking for in a coach. And how neat is it that Metro Nashville has several current NFL players right now? Obviously, Amadi is in Seattle, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn uh, down in Tampa Bay. I know there's several others as well. But just to kind of be able to point to the current kids and say, hey, you know, these guys really took their talents as, and, and maximized them. I mean, how neat is that just to be able to point to that? It's, it's huge. It's, it's huge uh, because it gives, uh, you know, student athletes an opportunity to see, you know, these are people that look just like me, man, and, and you know, going through some of the same things that I'm going through as an athlete coming up through high school, and that at the end of the day, if I do everything I'm supposed to do and do what's right, I can still make it. You know, I can still pursue my dreams and and still make it to to the pinnacle. And I think, man, you know, if 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 kids can kind of draw on that and, and, and kind of look to see what those guys did and what they went through and how they how they progressed through their high school and college careers and made it to the NFL, man. I think that's something big for kids to, to strive for and look at. And now that the dust has settled on the twenty on the twenty twenty football season, I know it was a uh, a tough season for everybody. There's canceled games and all kinds of things like that amid the coronavirus pandemic. And then, of course, with Metro schools, you guys didn't get to start until week six um, at Maplewood. You guys uh, had a tough run, weren't able to win a game. I mean, just how how tough of a season overall was that for you guys? Well, I, honestly, man, you know what? I, I looked at the twenty twenty season as not even really a a situation where you're trying to win and lose games. I looked at it as a situation, man, for us to us to focus more on just just play a safe. Because now you have situations where you're looking, you know, you're you're you're, you're being extra careful in times where you may not necessarily have looked at that. But you know, it, it's a thing where the the season happened, and it's uh, I guess you could say, man, it's one of those things that go down in history is now. You remember when? That'll be the thing that everybody sees. Right. <laughs> you remember when this? Remember when that? But I mean, you know, I, I used to. I told my kids all this season. You know, we had a lot of kids that didn't play because of, you know, because of the pandemic, because of the coronavirus, and parents not wanting them to play. You know, and you got situations where everybody's kind of, you know, of course, everybody's kind of hesitant to do everything, and even on game nights and at practices, man, things are just different. And I just always told my kids, look, guys, we're here. We're here to have fun. Right now, it's not even about winning. It's not about losing, man. It's about, you know, trying to play this game in a different, you know, everybody, this is a new normal. It's a little bit different. So so let's 
let's approach it that way, but also try to have fun and doing it, man. And I just want to try to keep everybody safe. I never went into any week saying, hey, guys, let's try to go out here and win this game and blah, blah, blah. I never said that that was the end game because I didn't want to put all the emphasis on winning and losing. I want to put the emphasis on having fun, doing what's right, and ultimately staying safe. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like a great approach. And fortunately, things will be hopefully a little different this year. But uh, to turn back the clock a little bit more on you, too, I know you've been a, a Metro football coach since 2004, first at McGavick and then at Maplewood most recently. Plenty of people know about your coaching style and what you're going to bring to Overton, but maybe for the players and, and the fans there at Overton that maybe have only known you from a distance, what can they expect out of the style that you're going to bring, maybe the style of play and kind of the approach to practices and things like that? Man, you know what? <laughs> There's not a, uh, you know, I'm not coming without a bell. The whistles, man, the, the biggest thing that, that, that I'm going to touch on, man, is just mental toughness. Mental toughness, uh, you know, we, we, we've run a pro-style offense uh, for the entire time. Well, not almost the entire time I've been there. We've had situations where we've had to adapt to our, to our uh, personnel, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's not about running what you run because, boom, that's what we do, you know. A lot of coaches are like that, and you can't be like that when you're, especially man. Look, we're 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 a metro, and you're you're here. You kind of got to play the cards you're dealt. I'm not gonna get you know the best top athletes every year. So if there's things we have to adjust to, that's what we're gonna do. If we have to run the ball 90 percent of the time, line down and double tightening, we'll try to do that. If we've got guys, we can spread you out because that's what the game has evolved to. You know. Short passing games, spreads you out, zone concept, power concept, you know, pull here, do, there's a lot of different things. That's what we're going to do. Defensively, you know, we, we, we will try to, uh, we'll try to use as many guys as far as like, you know, tweener kids and put a lot of speed on the field. And that's it. But mental toughness is the number one thing. If, if you're not mentally tough, if you're not mentally prepared, then everything else, you know, like I told kids, if you don't have it from the neck up, the neck down is never going to be able to move. So that that's our number one thing. And that's what everybody can expect, man, just creating a different mindset. And, and, and that's the biggest thing. Anytime you go from one spot to the next, or anytime you start up a new situation, if it hadn't been what everybody wanted it to be beforehand, then that means you got to create a different create a different narrative, man, and create something different than you had there before. And I just think the mindset part of it is it. And looking at Overton's schedule for 2021, it – Starts up with Centennial, and then right after that is Stratford, where you played, and that's on August 27th. Then a few weeks later, you've got Maplewood on September 10th, and a few weeks after that, you got McGavick on October 1st. Are you looking forward to going up against your former schools like that, or is there any awkward nature to that? Or tell me a little bit about what it's like seeing some familiar faces. Uh, you know what? It's it's always good to see other guys. Um, especially you know no. Going up against uh, former schools, I mean, it's cool. I, I don't put a lot into it. You know, it's not a lot of emphasis because you know, at the end of the day, it's just football. And you know, for for the, the biggest thing about playing ball games is I never, I try to always worry about us. I try not to put any emphasis on who's on the other side. Now, of course, I will if I have to play up a situation, to, you know, to motivate. And yeah, but uh, you know, just as far as I, I, I want us to be solely solely focused on doing the right thing, you know, the way we do, you know, focused on us, getting us right. And I think that's the biggest thing, you know, whoever we play, you know, we're going to take it one game at a time, one week at a time, and, and we're going to prepare accordingly. 
and that's just how we, you know, that's how we've done it before, and that's how I'm do it, you know, going into this season. You were a running back during your playing playing days. Eventually, went on to play at TSU. And your son Alex is a rising senior at Lipscomb Academy, also a standout running back. He had 1,800 all-purpose yards and 30 total touchdowns last year, despite not playing the first couple games. Coming over from Maplewood, do you see any of yourself in, in Alex in the, in the way that he plays? <laughs> man, uh, he's different, man. He's a, he's a little different than I am. He's a completely different type of kid, man. You know, he uh, he's better than I was, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I I just say that because, man. He, there's not a situation where he has to be, you know, I have to stroke him or, you know, get him, get him pumped up for a game. I think just the, the mere fact of getting dressed for a ball game to say, hey, we play Friday, you know, that, that right there alone fuels him or, you know, puts him in that mindset. He's, uh, he's a humble kid, but he's always focused on the ball game. He's always been like that. And, you know, it's one of the things where you don't have to get him, you don't have to get him pumped up there. There is, I've never given him a situation or seen a situation where he needed motivation in order to be to be ready or be prepared. It just comes that way. A bunch of college coaches have noticed that too. Uh, Saul's offer list includes Boston College, Marshall, Michigan State, Vanderbilt, Virginia, some others. What's the recruiting process been like? And I mean, has it been crazy kind of keeping up with all the letters and, and phone calls and Zoom calls and all that stuff? Honestly, man, it's so different because just because all of this stuff has happened during the pandemic, so. You know, in, in a way, I guess it's been good for him, but, you know, it's kind of been it's kind of been a subdued process just because things don't happen or haven't happened in their normal, in a normal way. Uh, but, you know, other than that, it, it's, it's been great. I mean, you know, for him, he doesn't show a lot of emotion, but, you know, I know he's always grateful for these opportunities and, you know, hopefully soon he'll he'll be ready to uh, make a decision and see exactly where he wants to go. And in yesterday's news, Hillsborough coach Maurice Fitzgerald announced he's going to retire at the end of the school year. Obviously a titan for Metro Nashville football and in the community and all his 30-plus years of coaching and, and being a mentor to a bunch of kids. What do you just make of the career that he's had and, and the impact that he's had on on so many people in the area? Uh, it's been big, man. Uh, coach Fitzgerald is, is, a, is an icon in the sport and he's, he's definitely a legend. He is, he has been here for so many young men and women. And, uh, and I, I say men and women because it's not just football, man. He's, he, he has helped people across the entire sports, sports arena, man. And, and, you know, for a lot of younger coaches, especially right now, man, he, he, he's been, he's been a big help and a big mentor to a lot of folks, man. And, you know, I never had a chance actually coaching Coach Fitzgerald, but, you know, we've, as, as two head coaches, man, we've, we've talked a lot, man. We've, we've bounced things off of each other, man. And I just, uh, I just really, man, thank him for the friendship, man, and the times that, you know, we've had to spend together, you know, just talking about kids and helping kids out, man, and just, just the camaraderie of being friends during this time, friend. And he, he's been someone that, man, you know, you know, always, Hear about and uh, someone man that that has that has helped the sport out and helped the city out a lot. And Coach Broom, you mentioned that you still have some loose ends to tie up there at Maplewood before you fully get going at Everton. But I guess in a little more detail, what do these next few months look like for you as you're transitioning to this new team? I guess getting spring practice and all that stuff underway. Oh man, it's, I'm, I'm waiting. Uh, you know, we, we we've got you know one thing about spring practice is this. I have, you know, spring practice to me is about getting 
getting yourself prepared. I know a lot of people do spring practice and do, you know, have spring games. I like to focus on us. Uh, we, we're going to, you know, we've got some times and dates we're going to adhere to. And then, too, just got to figure out how, what spring practice is going to look like, you know, in this area. So, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're hoping to hurry up and get started pretty quickly and just kind of, you know, get what we can get done, you know, in this, in this arena that we're in. Hopefully we, things will get all the way back to normal to where, you know, we'll have a lot of restrictions and we can just start up and, and uh, hit the ground running. Believe it or not, it's already April, so high school football will be back before we know it. Coach, congratulations again on the new role there at Overton. I, I believe that's all I've got, unless there's anything else you wanted to add. I know. Good, baby. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Enjoyed the conversation. That's been Overton coach Arcente Broom. We appreciate him joining the show this week. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in and be sure to check out MainStreetPreps.com throughout the week for coverage of high school sports across the mid-state. We'll see you back here next time on the Main Street Preps Podcast.